you're also listening to Dream Infringement. That's right. Dream Infringement is a super squad of three fantastic friends. We are closer than close. We are so close that we uh, could basically be uh, next door neighbors in spirit. We could never actually physically live close to each other because we would drive each other crazy. But I digress. What are some things that make this show great? Well, let me list them. We pick songs based on a weekly theme and then we choose stories based on that same weekly theme and then we tell the stories and we play the songs. What else? We are fond of eating food in bed. We also have worn glasses or continue to wear glasses at some point in our lives. We all have really nice smiles. We are constantly uh, dealing with bouts of anxiety. That's something that we all three have in common. We all love cats. And we enjoy eating food in bed. I mentioned that already, didn't I? You did, and I'm kind of like, I don't enjoy it as much as I used to, and I'm sorry. Emily, she'll come back around. Anyways, those are some things that make us really great. And maybe you disagree, but the list is written in stone. So there's no erasing something that's been etched in stone. It just can't be done. They haven't, in, mankind has not invented an eraser that can erase something that's been etched in stone. It's impossible. But why are we using a list to give, you know, the listeners reasons why they should like us and continue to listen to our show? That's because today our theme is lists. I personally love lists. I love songs about lists. And yeah, that's so that's what we're talking about. And that's what we're doing. Yes. And there's different kinds of lists. There is an assortment, a plethora, a variety of lists that we all have used at one time or another in our life, utilized to make things easier or to make things harder. You analyze that. And while you do that, we're going to play a first song. Yeah, that's right. The first song of the entire lineup. We have handpicked, personally, put a lot of thought into which songs we have decided to play for the show. This is a carefully curated playlist based on lists. Yeah, and I think we should start um, our hour off with the ultimate list song yes we should we didn't start the fire let's do it we didn't start the fire by mr william joel ways to leave your lover You just slip out the back jack Make a new plan stand. You don't need to be coy, Roy Just get yourself free That was Paul Simon with 50 ways Count them 
50. 50 ways to leave your lover. And before that was Madonna with Vogue. And then we had the ultimate song of lists, which was We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. And now I'm going to hand the mic over to my betrothed and my co-host, Bobby. And he has some things he'd like to say about lists. Hello, Bobby here. So I think lists are really interesting because our lives are riddled with them. We start with the very first list. Many of you are pretty aware of what this list is. It's called the ABCs. That's the first list that we ever learn. I'm at, I'm a, the father to a four-year-old little boy, Emily, my co-host here. She's the mother. And we're working with him to learn the full ABCs. I'm pretty sure he knows all of it. It's just I haven't heard him say it all through in a long time. So I can't confirm or deny that he does, in fact, know the ABCs. But that's the first list. It's like pretty much the first few years of our life were we're already thrown thrown into the pool of lists. And again, like I said, lists are all around us. We have lists when we're taking lists that we have to deal with when we're taking our our the course that leads to the driver's license. Uh, we have lists that we have to deal with when we get jury duty. But those are the boring lists. There are more interesting lists. Lists that tell us about each other. There are lists that give us a pretty good idea of who a perfectly good stranger is. And one of those lists that I have come to love is called the grocery list. Yes, the grocery list is something that we etch on a scrap paper before we head out to pick up the ingredients for our spaghetti dinner as well as some other uh, non, non-connected, unconnected uh, items at the grocery store. And I tend to find grocery lists all around me. They are bedazzling the parking lot of every grocery store. That's right. When you think you put your list back in your pocket or you left it in the grocery uh, shopping cart or you it fell out of blew out of the car when you opened the, the car door and you threw it on the seat to load up your uh, various sodas and hummus and crackers and whatnot, that list ends up in the realm of the blacktop parking lot. And I find it. And when I find it, I read it. And you want to know what I've learned about people when it comes to grocery lists? I have learned that people are rather complicated and layered. Because in addition to that spaghetti dinner, the various ingredients that you would need to get for spaghetti dinner, pasta sauce, spaghetti, parmesan. What else goes in a spaghetti dinner, Emily? garlic bread while your list is you think it's so basic 
there's also a few other, like I said, miscellaneous items, things that you have to pick up for whatever is on your mind. Maybe, maybe on your list, there's a bottle of glitter glue. Maybe on your list, there is a pair of socks, like the kinds of socks that they only sell at the grocery store. You know, like the socks that you don't necessarily choose because you're interested in those socks because they make you look good or they feel comfortable. They are socks of necessity, socks that you need because you're in a pinch. Perhaps on that very list, hair gel. But it's not just any hair gel. It's 24-hour party gel. I'm talking the kind of hair gel that you put in your hair and it gets hard and it stays in there for 24 hours. That's incredible. And that tells me so much about a person. So the next time you see a little paper rolling across the parking lot as you walk into the grocery store, maybe bend, crouch down, bend over, pick up that that grocery list, read it, and you just might get some insight into what these beautiful creatures that we call humans are all about. And also, you're one of them, if you're a human and you're listening to this radio show. And if you're not a human, greetings, we come in peace. So I will leave you with one final thought. This is from the philosopher and novelist Umberto Eco. He's a big fan of lists. And he says this, The list is the origin of culture. It's part of the history of art and literature. What does culture want? To make infinity comprehensible. And how, as a human being, does one face infinity? How does one attempt to grasp the incomprehensible? Through lists. Here's famous 90s R&B crooner Brian McKnight with a song featuring a list and also the secret to how to uh, be uh, good at love. Uh, and the song is called Back at One. one you like a dream come true, two, just want to be with you, three, girl is plain to see. Bobby and I have been um, analyzing this song while we were listening to it and just talking about it i don't know if we were i guess we were analyzing it yeah, a little bit we're, but we're peeling back the layer the layers that brian mcknight you know he created for us yeah and i was telling bobby that when he says um repeat steps one through three in the middle of the steps it just takes me out of uh, out of the song a little bit and then i start thinking i'm like oh what were okay what were the steps again yeah, well, I, for me, I feel that repeat steps one through three, I I feel that that's like the poetry of the lyrics because he's like repeat steps one through three, and then he says five. What's the number? What's the <laughs> yeah? Next and one? then he goes to four. And he says four. four make four you fall was in... repeating steps one yeah. through three. Five, five was okay. Yeah, five is make you fall in love with me. And then yeah. that's and then if I ever believe my work here is done, then I start back at one. So in my mind, it's like it's just like it got a good poetry to it, like a good rhythm to it. It rhymes. That's all I want. 
that's all. Brian McKnight is singing it with his uh, velvety voice. Like, do, do you? What more do we want? I'm just gonna be a little nitpicky. And while I do love this song, I think it's great. It's yeah. a great list song. I find fault with the fact that he is calling them reasons at the beginning of the song. Okay. These are reasons. Yeah. And then in the chorus, he's saying that they're steps. But they really are, like, they start as reasons. Like, what's the one, you're a dream come true. Mm-hmm. That's not a step. Do you just want to be with you? That's not a step. That's just a feeling. Okay. Three, Three girl, it's plain, plain to, see to see that you're, that you're the, the only, only one, one for me. me. Yeah, that's also well, not a step. But four, maybe, okay. four repeat steps one through three. So you just say those things, or like okay, like yes. manifest them. I understand. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'm sorry for interrupting. Then we get to five, and um, oh, five is make you fall in love with me. That's a step. Yeah, make you fall in love. That's like yeah. action. That is action. That's a step you can take. Yeah, and then. And then, of course, he would start back at one, should he believe his yeah. work is done. Yeah. Which one is just, you're a dream come true. You're a dream, what is it? One, I, I just, I, I'm. I don't remember. Yeah. See, I don't remember. I don't remember the steps. Okay. So you're, so the first few steps are, you, you feel are feelings. And then after that, they turn into steps, like act, active <laughs> active uh action that you can take you know in a relationship but in my mind okay in my mind yes they are reasons can it be argued that they are not steps yes it can be argued but there are he's actively reminding himself of that like one girl you're a dream come true two just want to be with you Mm -hmm. three uh, what was the third one? It's plain to see that Girl, you're the only yeah, one for me. Yeah, you're only one for me. So it's like, I want to be with you, okay? Mm-hmm. You're a dream come true. It's plain to see that you're the one for me. Those are act reasons that move you to action. So in a way, it's like, I need to, th- this is part of a step is reminding myself of these three, uh, some w- would say three integral uh, elements in a successful relationship interesting interesting well i guess we'll just have to um discuss this with brian mcknight next time we see him yeah l- let's let's take a minute though just for just for a minute to compare it to like if you were making if you if you were going to make a delicious oh, dish boy. of spaghetti I was really trying to wrap this up of spaghetti back to the spaghetti <laughs> Yeah, so you're, okay, so so you love spaghetti, right? You're going to make a delicious dish of spaghetti. And so your first three steps are spaghetti is for me, is the only dish for me, okay? Is that part of the I list? I want to make spaghetti. Is for a number? <laughs> I want to make spaghetti. I want to make good spaghetti, okay? That could be considered a step spaghetti is good that's not a step that's an intention i want to make good spaghetti one i guess one would be make good spaghetti (laughs) not i want to that's just a thought okay well for some people the the the, for some people a feeling moves them to action well i guess that 
We'll just have to ask Brian McKnight next time we see him. Yep. Won't we, Bobby? We'll get our producers on that. Sounds good. Well, let's listen to another song, one that hopefully won't cause as much of a marital debate. Mm-hmm. You just witnessed our first fight in <laughs> yes. 13 years. We've had several first fights on the radio. <laughs> Um, That's that's where you save your fights for. (laughs) Okay, let's listen to Get Your Kicks on Route 66 by Chuck Berry. Get your kicks on Route 66. Well, it goes through St. Louis, Joplin, Missouri. Oklahoma City looks so pretty, you see. I've been everywhere. I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo. That was Johnny Cash with I've Been Everywhere. And before that was At the Zoo by Simon and Garfunkel. And we also had Get Your Kicks on Route 66 by Chuck Berry. So my love of lists, well, I think I've always enjoyed lists, but my acknowledgement of my love of lists started when I was maybe 15 or 16 when I found a copy of a book called The Book of Lists and it was published in 1977 so that's it's a little little ways back and I just really enjoyed all of the lists in there and all of the information and I think I read the whole thing um and then for the show I was scouring the internet to find that book of lists but I actually found a different book of lists by the same author um but it was re-published in 2005 so still a little a little ways back but slightly more current than 1977 so here is a list of 21 early names of famous bands. So Blondie would have been Angel and the Snakes. Depeche Mode would have been Composition of Sound. The band Chicago would have been Big Thing. A lot of these um, are sounding like like temporary names, like something to put in in the meantime until they found their famous name. <laughs> All right, the next one is the Talking Heads would have been the Artistics. And if you went to see Carl and the Passions, you would actually be seeing what we know as the Beach Boys. The Supremes were almost the Primettes. Okay, who would you rather see? Tom and Jerry or Simon and Garfunkel? Bill Haley and his comets could very well have been Johnny and his moon dog. Sonny and Cher could have been 
Caesar and Cleo. Righteous brothers were almost called paramours, which I'm glad that they didn't go with that because of the band in more modern times called Paramour. So that was a good, the Righteous Brothers is much better in my opinion. Black Sabbath could have been Polka Tolk. I don't even know what that means. Black Sabbath though, now that's a word picture. The bangles could have been just bangs. The birds were almost the beef eaters. The Velvet Underground could have been Falling Spikes. Steppenwolf was almost a band called Sparrow. Leonard Skinnerd was almost a band called My Backyard. The Mamas and the Papas went by the name The New Journeyman, which I think I I think I heard that one before. The Temptations could have been The Elgins. Okay, I accidentally I mixed one up. So, um, Bill Haley and his Comet, Comets, were almost the four aces of Western Swing, and the Beach Boys were almost Johnny and the Moondog. Yeah, so, had to, had to correct myself, make sure that, that was, um, accurate information. Credence Clearwater Revival was almost the Gollywogs. And last but not least, we reach number 21. Led Zeppelin could have been known as the New Yardbirds. So there you have it. Those are 21 early names of famous bands, which brings us to our next set of songs. Let's start things off with the Element Song by Tom Lehrer. There's antimony, arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen and oxygen and nitrogen and rhenium, and nickel, neodymium, neptunium, germanium, and iron, americium, ruthenium, uranium, europium, zirconium, lutetium, vanadium, and lanthanum, and osmium, and astatine, and radium, and gold, protactinium, and indium, and gallium. You're adorable. B. You're so beautiful. C. You're a cutie full of charms. D. You're a darling and E. You're exciting. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. You just heard the one, the only. Julie Andrews singing my favorite things from the movie The Sound of Music. And right before that, we listened to uh, oh, Perry Como and the Fontaine sisters singing A, You're Adorable, Adorable, <laughs> the Alphabet Song. We also heard the Element Song by Tom Lehrer. That's, that's one of uh, my kiddo's favorite songs. It is in the rotation. Uh, We play it frequently. Well, I hate to say it, but we have have reached the end of the Dream Infringement Hour. I want to thank you, listeners, for listening. Um, It's been fun. I can list all the things that I'm going to miss about 
this last hour, but I won't because we're going to do it all again next week. All right. I'm going to play you out with one of my all-time favorite list songs. It's from a cartoon called Over the Garden Wall, and it's an alphabet song, which I love. And it's called Lang Trees Lament. All right. Thanks for listening and stick around for the wonderful Sophia Blanton with world music. All right, good night, everyone. A is for the apple that he gave to me, but I found a worm inside. B is for the lover that I called to him before he left my side. And C, see what he did, that's D. Did it to...